It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Mike Tirico on the call this past Sunday night on NBC. Will the timing of Tua to Tyreek be in play this Sunday in South Beach when the Dolphins host the New England Patriots? That is very much up in the air. Tyreek Hill does not practice today on Wednesday with a hip injury. That's what the Dolphins are calling it. And Tua Tungavailoa speaking to the media in Miami right now saying that at some point they're going to get Tyreek back. To be fair, some point could be Sunday. So no one's saying he's definitely out. Just like it feels like at this point that like if there were a betting market, it'd probably be more weighted towards him not playing in the game based on that quote from Tua Tungavailoa. Uh, Eric Eager is going to join us in just a second to talk Tyreek. We'll talk Brock Purdy and Sam Darnold and then all of Eric's favorite bets for week eight in the NFL. Ken and I will talk about all these topics as well in full detail coming up in 20 minutes and all our bets for tonight coming up in the final hour, the power hour of the show. Matt Moore will also join us in the power hour, giving us his NBA bets for tonight. But joining us now is the aforementioned Eric Eager, who does an awesome job for our friends at Sumer Sports. Eric is on Twitter at Eric Eager underscore, and he is the co-host of the Sumer Sports football show, along with former Falcons general manager Thomas Dimitrov, a Tim Scanlon client. You can find that wherever you find your podcasts. Eric, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy week eight. Nick, Ken, it's, uh, it's fun to chat. I can't believe we're already to week eight. And Eric, I, you know, I, I don't necessarily start with an award question every single time we interview you. I ask about MVP sometimes. This Tyreek thing is just really, really interesting to me just because it's happening in real time and we don't know whether he's playing. I can tell you, I, I'm guessing you don't have the uh, award markets for offensive player of the year open at your fingertips. Uh, Christian McCaffrey has become the new favorite at several places to win offensive player of the year based on this news close to even money on his price. And A.J. Brown's price has now dropped. Also, I think a lot of people like me just kind of covering their bets on whoever they don't have if Tyreek's going to be out for an extended period of time. Like, I mean, impact on the Dolphins, impact on that award market, anywhere you want to take it. If Tyreek Hill misses time, what happens? Yeah, I mean, the Dolphins are probably, I, I think, you know, depending upon where you look, somewhere like minus 140, minus 150 to win the AFC East. Uh, you can get the the Buffalo Bills at about two to one in some places. Like to me, I think that that's where you kind of look, right? The Bills have, you know, the same things that they've struggled with over the past few years, which is winning close games. But for the most part, they can separate from most teams in the NFL. Uh, I think that that's the under, you know, an undervalued part. McCaffrey, interestingly, in the last two games, rushing yards over expected has been one of the the least uh, efficient runners over what has been blocked the last few weeks. And I think that that injury, the oblique, uh, has impacted him more uh, than maybe kind of like the average fan would, would notice. Um, you know, A.J. Brown, we're talking about the, the second receiver in NFL history with five consecutive games of over 125 yards. Uh, you know, the problem is there is like, as we saw on Sunday night, you know, Jalen Hurts looks a little out of sorts with, you know, the, the uh, movement skills and stuff. Maybe that means he'll throw to Brown more, but maybe that means he'll sit more. 
Um, so it, it's interesting. I don't think I can buy another player as a hedge. To me, I would just buy the Buffalo Bills uh, to win the AFC East at the number it's currently at. Uh, if you if you do believe the Hill injury is going to keep him out for a while. Uh, for what it's worth, uh, Jalen Hurts was not and like. Nick Sirianni said, like, he hopes that Hurts isn't going to be limited on Sunday, which didn't sound great. But then Hurts was not listed on the initial injury report for the Philadelphia Eagles today ahead of their game against the Commanders on Sunday. I have the AFC East market up here. If you agree with Eric, Buffalo plus 175 to win the AFC East. Miami's minus 160. And for those hashtag sickos out there, maybe I'm one of them. The New York Jets, uh, 10 to 1 right now to win the AFC East. What are the uh, Eric, Patriots? Last, uh, Patriots are 40. 40 to win the AFC East right now. They play Miami Sunday. Just saying. Indeed they do. And Eric, I want to ask you about that game. Let's assume, and we don't know that this is the case, let's assume that Tyree Kill does not play in the game. Would you be more likely, Eric, to bet Miami at what, if you liked the Dolphins, you would have to consider to be a discounted price? Or more likely to say, like, I almost, like, price irrespective, if this is going to, like, maybe it goes to seven, that you think the Patriots can keep the game close and this Dolphins offense gets, like, nerfed without Tyreek Kill. What would you be more likely to do if Tyreek is out? Lay it with the Dolphins or take points with the Patriots? I would be more likely to lay it with the Dolphins than anything. I mean, we saw the Patriots already uh, give Miami one of their tougher, uh, you know, situations uh, in New England in week two, and they still won by seven. Um, Patriots offense, you're kind of buying them at the at the top of the market right now after at least one game where they were pretty good and two games where they were okay or better. Um, so to me, I think, you know, I, I make Hill about a point, point and a half uh, to the point spread. So, you know, that thing has already been bet down before even, uh, you know, it was double digits on the look ahead. Now, you know, nine and a half is where I was seeing it before this news. So if this thing drops to like seven, I do think you are getting a value akin to, and I know that this didn't win, but akin to Kansas City opening night where that thing opens at seven all off season, six and a half in some places, and then it ends up closing four. Position players in the NFL are not worth multiple points. So that if it got to like minus seven with Miami, you don't the value alone you'd have to take. Eric, the other piece of injury news, I, I, I kind of thought we would be doing this the whole show, and then we got the Tyreek piece of news, too, is the uh, is the Brock Purdy concussion story where, and I think this caught the betting market off guard a little bit, certainly caught Nick and I off guard, Purdy suffering from concussion-like symptoms, like in the protocol, and, you know, all the insiders have pointed this out, Eric, I'm sure you've, you've seen this, too, and you probably knew it already because we, we talked about it last week a little bit as well with uh, the Jets corners and other players, you're in concussion protocol like you're not playing that week. Whatever week you go into the protocol, you're not playing. No one's done it. No one's come out of the protocol and played. Um, so we, we're pretty sure Sam Darnold's going to start a quarterback for the 49ers on Sunday. This market is kind of settled. Um, there's still like a push and pull going on, but really like Niners with Darnold, a three and a half point home favorite uh, against Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals off their by. The total has dropped to 43, 43 and a half. What was kind of like your first betting thought, your first thought when you heard Sam Darnold starting on Sunday? Well, it's been interesting because, like, Bengals fans have been, like, awfully chippy for the better part of two years. And as a Kansas City fan, I can't help but notice um, that the the legacy of the Joe Burrow era is going to be one AFC championship game win against the Chiefs. Um, but I, I think, like, when you looked at the initial number where it was, like, six and then five and a half, you're thinking the Niners with Brock Purdy, no Demo Samuel, um, possibly no Trent Williams, off a short week in which they just lost to Kirk Cousins, were going to be almost a touchdown favorite to the Bengals off of a bye. That felt weird to me. And then I – so the question is, is how much is Brock Purdy worth? 
This thing has moved down about two points, maybe two and a half, depending upon where you look, but not crossing a key number. That somewhat feels right, but to me, how much of that is just simply the market overcorrecting to the fact that that line was fishy to begin with? All right, so interesting thought there from Eric on the Niners and the Bengals coming up on Sunday with Sam Darnold likely to start in place of Brock Purdy and concussion protocol. You better you bet with Nick and Ken on a Wednesday talking the NFL Week 8 with our friend Eric Eager from Sumer Sports. Eric on Twitter, at Eric Eager underscore. All right, we've covered the news. Now we can get to some bets that you'll like coming up on Sunday, Eric. And let's go to the desert for this Ravens-Cardinals game. Um, and we got news, Eric, during the interview. Kyler Murray practices today in full for Arizona that does not mean that Kyler is going to start on Sunday. Maybe we wait until next week to see Kyler Murray, but at least brings into the equation that, hey, maybe this is going to be Kyler Murray, and maybe he plays, and maybe it's not Josh Dobbs. So for now, the market holding at Baltimore is an eight-and-a-half-point road favorite following their demolition of the Lions this past Sunday. Total in the game is 44. Eric, what do you like here with the Ravens and the Cardinals? Yeah, that number's been kind of where it's been the whole time. If anything, the a little bit of Ravens money. Um I I like the Ravens. I, I know, you know, people are going to be like, oh, you're buying them at the top of the market. But for the most part, this team has – they're kind of some bad special teams against the Colts and some bad drops against the Steelers away from being, like, undefeated. And a lot of their wins, especially the way in which Lamar Jackson has played, has been quite impressive. So I, I like the Ravens here. I'm going to continue to assume that the Cardinals are trying to get the first pick until they prove me otherwise. And – you know, even though they they didn't you know they didn't cover against the Seahawks, they hung around. There were some points in the in the second half of that game where, you know, I think a team that is more has more sense of urgency as far as winning would have acted differently than the Cardinals. So uh, I like the Ravens uh, to sort of build upon what they did against the Lions to go to the desert and win and, and cover that number. Eric, curious your thoughts on, you mentioned, you know, we talked about some line movement and some news stories. There was a, a line move that wasn't really based on on injury news, and Nick and I did it in the first hour of the show. Chiefs-Broncos in their, in their second meeting obviously played Thursday night a couple weeks ago, and the Broncos are getting bet in the rematch to the degree that on the board right now, you can get Mahomes laying just a touchdown on the road against a team that he has literally beaten every single time he has played them for his entire career. So Chiefs minus seven now at Denver in the rematch. The total in the game is 46. Do you agree with that line move what do you expect in the rematch between these two teams sorry i think I, I think i lost you just for a second there. Uh, can you repeat that oh i was just gonna say chiefs and broncos with the chiefs laying seven that denver got bet a little bit today do you agree that uh, with the market that denver a little more likely to cover that number or or do you like kansas city in the game yeah i i did notice that movement it was interesting because that thing opened kind of closer to eight and a half so we've already seen kind of a, you know, one, one and a half points. I don't really understand it. I think the Broncos are kind of bleeding players. You know, they lost Randy Gregory, Frank Clark. Um, you know, it, it looks like they're thinking about moving on from Justin Simmons. Kareem Jackson's on a four-game suspension now after a bunch of dirty hits over the first few weeks of the year. I don't really get that one. I think, um, you know, the Chiefs are a very good teaser leg, a very good, uh, you know, just even side in this one. I make the game – I make the game nine, so you know I would tend to like Kansas City. Obviously, I respect the market, but I don't really get where this is coming from. A couple of close games between the teams last last year might be clouding this, but the Chiefs kind of handled Denver covered on that Thursday night without really their best stuff. And I and I see, you know, I think they broke through a little bit on Sunday uh, against uh, the Chargers. So I, I like the Chiefs here or nothing. 
Yeah, and Kareem Jackson, I think that suspension got shortened to two games, but like still obviously going to be out for this one and like a really dangerous player. Anyway, uh, Eric, let's go to Jacksonville and the Steelers in Pittsburgh. The Jaguars close to a three-point road favorite, like a really juiced two-and-a-half at a two-and-a-half at BetMGM. Total is 42. How are you betting the Jags and the Steelers? Yeah, I like the Jags in this one. I know like a lot of our friends are, you know, the – have have gone to the window with the Rams last week and the and the Ravens a couple of weeks ago and the Browns in week two and and I I think you can make a case that all of those were good bets even though the Steelers for some kind of reason you know they got out the pixie dust and won those games uh, or in in the case of you know they cover covered first and then won the game outright I, I don't see that happening I think the Jaguars are better um, than even I had them preseason I think that they're uh, they're a better team than the Steelers. I think they outclass them here uh, in Pittsburgh, and 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 you see the final regression of of a Steelers team that has been living, in my opinion, way too close to the edge. Eric, haven't talked a lot today or this week really about the Saints Colts game, and and you talked, you know, in a couple of the other answers about, you know, am I buying a team when they're rated their highest, like a team like Baltimore that's coming off a big win, could make a really good argument that you're buying the Saints really low in this game based on like we all watch the Jaguars game, Derek Carr is screaming at Chris Olave like a a uh, like audio recording that was picked up by a ref microphone of that incident got put out today, so there's just bad vibes with the Saints right now, and they're a dog in most places at Gardner Minshew and. In Indianapolis, who obviously played a crazy game against Cleveland last week. What do you make here with, uh, call it like, honestly, Indianapolis minus one, the consensus price? Yeah, I, I mean, you can only go Saints here. I know, um, you know, Dennis Allen, if you look at, like, my point spread ratings for coaches, has been the worst, co- you know, coach in the NFL uh, the past few years as far as his value to the point spread. Um, so that's something to monitor. I'm not a huge Derek Carr fan. Um, but this is, like, not a great home field advantage for the Colts. It's in, it, it, indoors-ish, depending upon if they have you know, the roof up or not. So it's, it's kind of the confines that, you, that the Saints want to play in. Um, I, I do like the Saints here uh, as much as you know, all the stuff that's, that's going around them kind of irritates me, including Chris Olave getting caught going like 100 miles an hour on his way home from like a, a Chinese the other night. So uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I think it's Colts or nothing, but it's, a, it's certainly a hold your nose. This NFC South has the least projected wins in the NFL and the easiest schedule so far and the easiest schedule moving forward. This division stinks, but that doesn't necessarily mean there's not value on the, on the uh, uh, Saints moving forward. Yeah, I just, I just hope the Falcons don't win because I hate Arthur Smith. Uh, Eric, let's close with this. 30 seconds to go. Dallas, a six-and-a-half-point home favorite against the Rams, 45-and-a-half. Any bets in this game here in 30 seconds, please? Yeah, I make it eight. I like Dallas. I think that the Dallas Cowboys... Are, are a much classier team than the Rams. Like kind of the distraction with McVay having a kid, uh, and we're really happy for him, uh, but the money's green. So, like, I think that, to me, uh, it's just Dallas here. All right, Eric, eight for the Cowboys. Love that. Uh, I'll be on the other side, but curious to see how the game plays out coming up on Sunday. Eric, we sincerely appreciate the time, as always, my friend. We want everyone to check him out on Twitter, at Eric Eager underscore. And you got to check out the Sumer Sports Football Show with Eric and Thomas Dimitrov. Great breakdown of all things going on in the National Football League. My friend, best of luck with your bets this weekend, and we will catch up with you next week here on the show. Awesome. Take care, fellas. Have a good one. Our pal Eric Eager joining us here on You Better, You Bet. I think Eric is the first person on the show this week that's made a case for Dallas to cover the spread against the Rams. Yeah, agreed. And I, I, I keep wanting to ask that Saints game to everyone because I think everyone's going to say, like, Saints are nothing. And I, 
maybe I am going to end up betting the Saints and like breaking my rule about Dennis. I just like are they, they're going to go off a dog in the game to Gardner Minshew. Like, really? Like, is that is that too far? Maybe it's not. I don't know. Uh, I would bet the Colts. I'm, I'm, I'm done with Derek Allen. Derek on the Allen. other side, on the other side, we'll give you more on Brock Purdy and concussion protocol and the Tyree kill situation in Miami.